So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's going on, guys? So this uh, this next uh, podcast uh, episode that we're going to be talking about is something that helped me succeed tremendously on my first week at Ratmate. Okay, so and I and I'm not just talking about like just like you know blowing smoke up at people's butt and people are just complimenting me. I'm talking about like when I did this, everyone uh, on the leadership team were like, "Holy shit! You came to our leadership summit." with a slide deck and a plan on what you're going to be doing next. And you told us exactly how you're going to do it, how we're going to measure it, and what's going to be what we call success. They were impressed. Everybody, from my CEO down to my, you know, down to our, our, our SVP of revenue, to our head of product, to our CTO, to our COO, they were all impressed. They're like, you came to this meeting with a deck. And, and I came there super prepared. So this is what I did. I created a, a GST, and so the a GST is goals, strategies, and tactics, okay? And so what we did is like, you know, as I was learning more about the company, you know, the goal of the company was to hit a certain amount of revenue. So I'm not gonna go for that number, okay? And so, you know, that, that revenue was based off of what the CEO wanted to hit. And, you know, we talked about it internally as a company, and we all determined that was the number that we're trying to hit. All right. And so how do we hit that number? There's different ways. You can, you know, basically hit that number by selling more. You can hit that number by getting more, um, more, uh, more, more buyers that have already bought from you. You can hit that number by getting more leads. Those are different things. So, so really what the goal is, is that you get to think about this. Like, do you want to hit more revenue? Do you want to get more leads or do you want to get more appointments? These are these are what, you know what you can think about and look at as as goals for um, your 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 quarterly strategy. So basically, what this is is that um, this is kind of like what I would call our, our marketing strategy for the quarter. So I created a marketing strategy for Ratmate for Q1 and Q2 because I came in the middle of Q1. So there was no point in me creating a Q1 goal. Um, or strategy when six weeks later to be changing again. So I created a Q1, Q2 marketing strategy and we knew what the goal was. It was a revenue goal, okay? We knew that when we spent a certain amount of, of ad spend, we'd get an X amount of leads. And so, you know, where I'm coming from is that we, if we spend roughly $10,000 in marketing ad spend, um, we would get roughly 4,000 leads. And you're like, that's a lot of money that you're spending. We're also making a lot of money Closing. So me making goals for leads makes no sense because we're already getting leads, right? Me making goals for appointments makes no sense either because we are kind of like a hybrid e-com, um, but also we have a sales team and these appointments are very short, typically not a short sales cycle sometimes, but sometimes they're shorter. So we made a revenue goal, all right? And so this revenue goal um, essentially is what, is what we were going after, okay? So do leads help to hit the revenue goal? Of course. Do appointments help hit the revenue goal? Of course. Those are all supporting things, all right? So 
That's what you're trying to do first, is you're trying to create a goal. So look back at your company and be like, is it a revenue goal? Is it a lead goal? Is it a pipeline goal? Is it an appointment goal? Whatever that is, because you know what's tough is, is that you know having a revenue goal, especially in the facility world, whenever every every contact could be a different type of you know one one, one you know one new business, piece of business could be a million dollar contract, while another one could be a hundred thousand dollar contract. You know, so revenue could be difficult. So maybe it's appointments. Maybe the goal is having more appointments um, that are you know that's, that's going to help your you know move the needle for your business. So. That's one way of looking at it, all right? So you got to sit down with your team and create a goal that everyone agrees upon, and then you got to figure out who's going to own it. So typically, in my in, in my opinion, you know, sales typically owns, you know, a revenue goal, right? Um, marketing would typically own a lead goal or an appointment goal. And so revenue is what we went with because that's something that both marketing and sales can own. So marketing would be producing marketing qualified leads, and then help get those MQLs into what we would call in our company an SQO, a sales qualified opportunity. And so we create content, emails, follow-up, text messages, call tasks, that sort of stuff to help make these MQLs into SQOs so that our sales team can close these a lot easier. So again, like appointments didn't make sense as a goal. It was more revenue for us. Will that change next quarter? Probably, maybe, I don't know. So once you get goal down and you sat down with a team and everyone agrees upon it and you know who's gonna own it, in my opinion, it should be owned by both sales and marketing, okay? Then you go into strategy. And so the strategy that you're gonna be creating are this is like the levers that uh, you create to help you achieve the goal. And so these levers are basically each each lever contributes to the goal. Okay, so you shouldn't have more than three or four strategies or levers to contribute to the goal. Does this make sense? So for our company, we created four levers. We did a brand lever. We did a a lead gen lever, and then we did a we have a we have an agreement with a big big a big Fortune five probably a big Fortune one hundred company. I can't tell you who the company is. We have an agreement with a big Fortune one hundred company that produces vinyl material. Think of it that way, okay? Um, so that's another lever because we have in, in our agreement we have certain things that we have to contribute to. And then they have certain things that they have to do. So I have to keep the contract basically like, you know, up to date by doing the things that we said that we would do. And then they would then, you know, do the same things that they said they would do. So that's a lever for us because we make revenue from that. And then the fourth lever was key accounts. So like affiliate partnerships, key accounts. So brand, lead gen, this um, Fortune 100 uh, partnership or relationship uh, and then the last one is uh, key accounts. So those four levers all contribute to the growth of revenue for our business. Okay. And so you're like, well, how does brand um, help with that? Well, there's a lot of pieces in there. I'll go over that later. But 
These levers are really just designed to help you achieve your goals. Each strategy should have a numeric or metric to grow. So for brand, what we put in there, we put in there like our our um, sales, I'm sorry, our uh, brand script. Now you're like, well, that's not something you can measure and grow. I understand that, but there's also other pieces in there. Um, what we also put in there was email marketing. And the goal for email marketing was to be making X amount of dollars per, per contact. I made this in one of my podcast um, episodes where you want to make about a dollar per contact per month. So our goal is to make roughly fifty dollars to $60,000 per month off of our email list. Now we're not going to be doing that immediately, but things are things are things are clicking. Okay, so you put a numeric metric or goal. I'm sorry, numeric, a number or metric to grow in there. It might be you know if we get more website traffic, and we grow by twenty percent, and we can convert those, then that will be a goal or a strategy. I'm sorry, that you can actually measure. All right, it could be that a strategy could be like you know generating more leads. All right, so we're getting 100 leads a month, but if we grow that to 150 leads a month, then that's going to help us get to our revenue goal. So tie something to that, right? And so, you know, growing your website traffic, that's one, you know, growing it from X to Y, you know, or growing your leads from X to Y. These are strategies that will help you achieve those goals that you have for whether it's revenue or whether it's leads or whether it's appointments. Again, for us, it was revenue. So one more time, you have a revenue goal, what everyone's achieving. You have the strategy, which are going to be the each, there's going to be three or four strategies. And those are the levers that help you achieve the goal. And so these levers could be website traffic. It could be leads generated. It could be increasing brand. And you're like, well, how do you measure brand? It could be social media, okay, where you're increasing your followers, engagement, um, uh, likes, uh, comments, that sort of stuff. Like those are all things that we are using that as metrics to grow our brand. Okay. So those are things that you can definitely do and measure very measurable. Okay. Um, another one that you can do is, is like that you can measure is producing content. So podcasts, if you know, that's a lever that you want to use, be part of brand, but podcasts can be one of those like, Hey, we're going to grow our podcast. Um, down downloads by, you know, from 1,000 to 20,000 in three months. And we believe that this podcast is going to get us, you know, X amount of listeners. This is where, like, this is how you create these strategies. And this is exactly what I did for Rapmate. This is what I did for my previous role before this at Anchor Wave. And so this is how you map it out. All right. Now, you've got your goal. All set. You got your strategies of three or four levers that you're going to be using that's going to be helping you achieve that goal. And then you go into tactics. This is where is the execution piece of it. So you create the tactics to, you know, to what it, what the tactics are to achieve the strategy. And those strategies will then help achieve the goal. So you're going to have between three and four tactics for each of your strategies. Okay. So each tactic is going to move the needle in the strategy. And if you're growing website traffic, then, you know, to do that, we'll have to do content marketing and podcasting, for instance. Okay. So again, like what you're doing here is, is you're simply creating, you know, tactics on like pieces of that you'll execute to help you achieve that strategy. So 
If we're gonna be doing website traffic, then you're gonna to have to do several things. You're gonna, you know, tactic number one might be um, producing a new blog once a week. Tactic number two might be, um, you know, producing uh, or or cre- creating a a, a um, uh, social media post from that blog and putting into like one or two channels, maybe LinkedIn and um, and Facebook, for instance. All right. Tactic number three might be creating short video clips. Um, that's that's kind of like highlighting parts of that blog and also using that as content that you put out there to drive traffic back to your blog. Tactic number four might be email marketing to get people to go to that blog. You see what I'm saying now? And so that's how you're going to increase website traffic. Now, if the goal of the strategy is for like growing more leads, the tactics can be running ads on Google, running ads on LinkedIn, running ads on Facebook. And those ads are going to be getting us X amount of leads. You see what's going on? So that's how you create these layers. So you've got your goal for revenue for for us is revenue, but it can be different for what your goal is. You've got the strategy and then the, you know, and those are the levers that basically will help you achieve the goal. And you've got the tactics to help you, you know, move the, you know, the needle on the strategy. When you put all this stuff together, high level, you'll kind of map it all out. Things start changing and then you have a plan. I can tell you right now, like our our Q1, Q2 marketing strategy, it's in an Asana board. So we use Asana, which is a task management system um, to, to manage our tasks and, 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 and projects and stuff like that. It's amazing. So we put that in there and we created uh, an overall project, Q1, Q2 marketing goals. Each of the, you know, each of our four levers, the tactics in there, and sometimes we add more into it. Sometimes we take some things out. Um, and, and we just, our daily, our weekly tasks are based off of these marketing strategies. So, you know, I, I, I look at the marketing board and I'm like, okay, we've been working on this. This is all done. Check. Working on this. Okay, we got to start working on this because we haven't done this. We haven't touched this in, in three weeks or in four weeks. We haven't attempted it, but we've had all these other things that has, you know, that's, that's taken priority. You see what's going on here? So, so we, we mapped it all out and then we, we, we assign it. So like I take some of this stuff, you know, Jeff takes some of the stuff, um, you know, Jen or Megan will take some of the things I'll, I'll get other people involved. And then, and then my team can go onto the Asana board and look at it and be like, Oh, Javier is working on this or the marketing team is working on this. And so that's how we hold accountability. That's how we show transparency. That's how we show success. Okay. And so the goal out of this is that you want to measure everything. So you can't just say, you know, yeah, we're going to be doing this and we're just going to see what happens. Everything has to be measured. So for us, we took Q1, Q2 as a way of creating a baseline. So we didn't have a baseline. So we, it was hard for us to measure. So we're creating reports so we can measure these reports so we can say, hey, this is what we're growing in. This is not what we're growing in. This is what we're doing great in. This is not what we're doing great in. So measure everything. Okay. So if you're going to have tactics, then your strategies has to have measurable goals in there. Okay. And then only build marketing strategies one quarter at a time. So many companies are like, well, I need to see a 12 month strategy. What happens next week is going to be different from the following week. I can tell you this right now. Once a week, um, we, we talk on Mondays, our leadership team, and we discuss 
what our tacti- our weekly tactical is going to be. What are our top priorities? And usually it's supposed to be three or four things. I p- typically put a, a little bit more because some things can be done literally in like a half a day. Other things can be done in like, you know, a couple days, but it just depends. And so where I'm getting to is, is that, uh, is, is that sometimes some things take longer than what we anticipated. So example, um, this week, Tuesday and Wednesday, all I did was sit in the conference room and we talked about HubSpot marketing, um, the, creating this, um, this, these workflows for our communication tree. So our communication tree is everything that has to do with like emails and text messaging and call tasks and how they're getting sent out and, and creating all these conditions you know, you know, with this workflow. I mean, this thing's a beast of a beast. But what I'm getting to is, is that had I planned out an entire year's worth, entire year's worth of marketing strategy, we would be throwing away probably three quarters of it. Okay, so what I, what we're doing is we're creating our marketing strategy quarter by quarter. So we've already got you know our Q1, Q2 quarter you know mapped out. So when the end of Q2, we're getting there about 30 days out. I'll start working on Q3 marketing strategy, and we'll be looking at what's going on in Q2. Like, what did we accomplish? Oh, man, we didn't get to this. Damn. Okay, we this needs to be top priority in Q3. Okay. All right. What did we learn from these things? Okay. Now our goal is now to grow this because we know we've got enough data, enough, enough insight that this is going to help move the needle even more. So do you see what's going on now? And so create your strategies quarter by quarter. When the next quarter is coming, do it 30 days prior. When you do it that way, you're going to be set up for success and you're going to be able to see things at at a holistic view. Okay. And, and this is exactly what I did. Like, I, I basically, um, my second, was it my second? No. My second week at Rapmate, um, we had a leadership retreat. No, or was it the second week? Maybe it was like the second day. Heck, I don't know. Maybe, or I don't know. Anyways, it was relatively soon, you know, early. So anyways, I was able, probably the second week. Um, I was able to create a, 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 um, a Q1, Q2 marketing strategy in a week, okay? Mapped it all out. Kind of ran it by Chris a little bit, make sure he you know, got, got some feedback from him. And then from there, I essentially just kind of ran with it, created a slide deck, put it all out, and presented it to the team. The team was like, holy shit, this is amazing. We've never seen someone do this. And Chris was like, if you even achieve 50% of this, I'd be impressed. Um, and we'll probably we're, we'll probably be able to achieve most of it. Okay. Like for instance, our like our our Fortune 100 relationship with this other company. Um, that one will be like an like will be like every quarter. So that will be a lever that we always put into every quarter. So it would be like an ongoing thing. Um, our key accounts would be like an ongoing thing. But these other two levers that we have might change. The tactics might change. The strategies within that might change. So where I'm coming from is, is that like they were impressed with me taking the time to do this. And, and when I presented it to our marketing team, they're like, this is amazing. And this gives us a vision. We know what we're going after. We know exactly how to execute. And that's it. When you lay out the foundation, then all you got to do is execution, baby execution because here's the thing like you can create the best strategy in the world you have all the best ideas but if you can't execute what good is it so now you you lay it all out execute take the time to follow through and what you're creating
be okay that you shift things week to week, month to month. Okay, there are days where I don't get to all the things that I have on my list and it gets it just gets pushed into the into the next week. Okay, and, and we have this written in one of our on one of our doors in our in, in, in our um, in Ryan's office. It says it's just as important to finish something as it is to start something. So finish it all the way through the end. So when you start something, you have the strategy and you have the tactics to execute that strategy. Finish it to the end. Don't half-ass it. Those are the things that we've been doing. Like one of our strategies, um, I'm sorry, one of our tactics to help us grow our brand with social media and growing our social media um, posting. And so what are we doing? We created a strategy on how to post automatically um, by following this framework that we purchased. We followed the framework, we created it, and now it's launching by itself automatically. It's done. But that took time. That wasn't done on day one. That was done on like week six. But we had so many other things where, you know, that we had to do. Email communication. I created an entire email tree of how people are going to be you know, emailed based on how, what entry points they come in. I mapped it all out. I wrote all the emails. I wrote all the stuff. And then now everything's put into a workflow. So as they enter these workflows, these emails and text messages and call tasks all get fired at certain days and times by themselves without our sales team having to do anything. And they could focus on the best qualified leads. That took time. That took almost two months. Like the emails are written already. The workflows were getting created. And then we blew it up and then we recreated the workflow again. And now it's like, it's, it, we literally launched it. Excuse me. We literally launched it on Wednesday. That took two months to get to that point. I've been at Ratmate since June, January 31st. And it literally took two months to get to this point. So th- there's a reason why like, Creating timelines on everything isn't always the smartest thing. It's best to create a strategy and then work from that. And then you can create tasks within those tactics that you've created. Does that make sense? So I hope this is super helpful. I literally gave you the game plan that we're using at Ratmate um, and that we use that um, towards the end of my tenure at, at um, AnchorWave. And I wish I would have learned this strategy a lot sooner. Um, this strategy has really helped me. It makes things very clear and it's easy for my CEO to look at it and be like, ah, this makes sense. I know exactly what we're going to be doing. And whenever he's, you know, if he's poking around at our marketing, seeing what's getting done, he can look at the Asana board and see exactly where we're, what we're working on, where we're at, what, you know, what are the things that we're focused on, all those things. It's great. I mean, it, it helps a lot. Okay. So I hope this is helpful. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, three things, follow me on LinkedIn or linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. Uh, connect with me there. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, give us a review on Apple and on Spotify. Five star would be great if you could. And, um, 
what was the last one? Oh yeah, share this podcast with somebody else, all right? So hope you guys have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you guys later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our Facility Management Marketing Podcast Secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.